Now, Bold Nonsense presents Drinking in the Draft with Disney and the Captain. Ta 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 ta. I love you, man. That's, you can't do any better than that. I seen your picture. Everybody. Welcome back into Drinking in the Draft. Bold Nonsense presents Drinking in the Draft. And we are basically, we're in draft week and we're ready to go. Um, draft is on Thursday. Runs through Saturday? Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, so, it's coming. It's quick. Uh, and it'll be very fun, very interesting. So this week we decided to uh, give two episodes. This is part one of the two, not two episodes, but two parts to the episode. Uh, this is part one of part two of two parts. Got it? Yeah. Which episode is this? Episode nine. Episode nine, part one. Here we go. Part one. <laughs> there will be two parts to episode nine. This is drinking in the draft. <clears throat> this is your... Uh, your adventure through everything, through the wilds of the 2020 NFL Draft. This is everything you're going to need to know to navigate and understand what happens during the draft. And we are guiding you through said wilds. I'm Disney. This is the captain. Ahoy! Um, and this is going to be a good one. This, this part of the episode is we're going to have a an interesting discussion on average height and weights for for the different players kind of give you an idea of one how large people in the NFL are yeah. two who kind of sits in that average and 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 how are things changing the report that that we found was a couple of years ago um, and it was very interesting to look and see how the sizes have changed in the NFL, so we'll get into that. We'll talk some other players that we've looked at, and uh, then we'll rank the position groups. The ranking position groups will be very, very uh, good to know going into the draft, especially for uh, everyone listening, because it's kind of like the definitive, what's good in this draft, what's bad in this draft, why are people going to be taking people where? Yeah, man. All right. Let's get after it. Okay, so average height and weight and how it applies to the position groups and players in this NFL draft class. We ready to go? Let's start with the uh, in interior defensive line. Mm -hmm. So so this is probably, I would say, 2018 this was done. Okay. Um, so keep that in mind. The average... Interior defensive lineman back then, back then, <laughs> uh, 6'2", 310 pounds. That's a lot. That's a lot, right? 6'2", um, that was interesting to me. Not as tall as you'd think. Yeah. So, the average in this class, the average, that would be about Neville Gallimore. Okay. 6'2", 304. Okay. Um, you want a, a big player who's bigger than that? 
Derek Brown is 6'5", 326. Hot damn. And he actually represents uh, the kind of the norm for the class. The in, in general, everyone was either bigger than that yeah. or taller but lighter. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. Uh, in, the, in, in the NFL, that, length. Yeah, what we're kind of talking about is people are going to be either bigger these days or... You know, it's more of a, it's less of a power game, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interior defensive lineman. But, like, Neville Gallimore is your average at 6'2", 304 pounds. And it shows you why Derek Brown is such a high prospect. Yeah. Like, he's so big and he moves so well. Yeah. Um, so now the, the edge defenders. Mm -hmm. These are your DNs to your outside linebacker types. 6'3", 280 pounds is the average. Interesting. I guess since it's DNs and outside linebackers, I was thinking it would be more around like the the 260, 270, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got to account for the the outside defensive ends too. Yeah. Mm. But um how tall did you say? 63. That's also not as tall as I would think. Um probably getting more skewed towards the outside linebackers. Like yeah. uh, those are, are changing the probably. the amounts. Yeah. Um, so an average, Jabari Zaniga is the average. Okay. 6'3", 264. Okay, yeah. So he's... That's as close as I could get to the average. <laughs> um, and you'll understand why when, when I... Well, probably all over the board. So small is is Kalevon Chason. He's 6'3", 254. Mm-hmm. Big is AJ Epinesa, who's 6'5", 275. Mm -hmm. So big didn't even reach the weight. Right. Uh, and that's what that's what is... the it, For this position group, taller and lighter than what the average was yeah. is what you're looking at. Right. Um, get used to hearing taller and lighter because you're going to be hearing that. This is how the game has changed. It's more athletic it's now. Speed, yeah. It's more, yeah, it's more speed. Um this one is a little bit more difficult, offensive line, because they just did offensive line. Oh, yeah. And we split it up to tackles and interior offensive linemen. So, the average offensive lineman, 6'4", 315 pounds. That's large. It is large. Um, so, you think about tackles, that's Jedrick Wills. Okay. 6'4", 312. Yeah. He right is an it. average offensive lineman in the NFL. Makai Becton is big. Six seven three sixty four, so it shows you how big he actually is. Yeah. Um, Hot damn. And they're for tackles. They're they I couldn't find somebody who was small. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and then for so for offensive tackles, they were all bigger. Right. I couldn't. It was either average or bigger. Yeah. Um, so we're getting bigger on the offensive line, especially on the outside where, just take up space, yeah. make people run around you. Um, in the interior. It's, I mean, still looking at that thing. The only guy that got close to the to the average size was Biadish. Okay. He's 6'4", 314. Um, pretty much right on it. Yeah. Robert Hunt was bigger. Mm -hmm. And then 6'3", 307 is Cesar Ruiz. Okay. Um, and that's kind of where everybody was. Everyone in the interior was smaller to the average size. Yeah. So not, not really bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, quarterbacks. 
Yeah. So let's talk about the, the, the one everybody wanted to hear. Tried, tried to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. Quarterbacks. The average, 6'3", 225. All right. Okay. I feel like that's a little bigger than you'd think from a quarterback. It's a little thicker than I'd think. Yeah. Especially at 6'3". Yeah. 6'3 is not all that tall. I mean, when like 6'5", 6'6", it's like what you hear about. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's, yeah, so it's not as, I don't think it's as big as everybody thinks. Yeah. And, but I think there are people, quarterbacks kind of all over the map right now. Yeah. And so is this class, just so you know. Right. Um, so average Joe Burrow is 6'3", 221. Okay. So he's like the average size. Right. Small is Tua. Yeah. Six foot, 217. Mm-hmm. And big is Herbert. Okay. Who's 6'6", 236. Yes. Um, but yeah, so there's, in this class, there's three guys who are small, comparatively, Mm -hmm. four guys who are average, and four guys who are big. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much straight across the board. Yeah. Um, let's see. Tight end, 6'4", 255. Okay. And that hasn't changed. That's still kind of the norm in the NFL, and in this class, it's mostly average size. Yeah. Komet's a little bigger at 6'6", 262, mm-hmm. but pretty much everyone is is average, right around it, at least. Yeah. Um, yeah. Linebacker. Linebacker, the average size of a linebacker in the NFL is 6'1", 245. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. Um, I would think more in the, in the 250s, but... I mean, again, yeah. with the NFL getting more about speed, like yeah. trying to play sideline to sideline, that makes sense. So, Kenneth Murray is 6'2", 241. Okay. So, he's almost right on it. Patrick Queen is, I said, a little small at 6'2", 230. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah Simmons is 6'4", 238. Yeah. So, he is big. Um, and But for the most part, this linebacker class, you'll see, is lighter to taller and lighter. Hmm. So they're yeah. getting taller, rangy, but not, yeah, yeah more rangy. Um, running back, this is an interesting one. Running back, the average size of a running back is 5'9", 215. Okay. Okay. Does it seem a little short? Um. But not unsurprising. I, I guess, yeah, I, I feel like 5'9 is not, not terribly... That's not terribly surprising. Yeah. So DeAndre Swift is exactly 5'9", 215. Okay. He hits it. AJ Dillon is six foot two fifty. Large. So he's your big guy. Clyde Edwards and then I couldn't really find one that's small. Clyde Edwards Alaire is 5'8", 205. Right. So he's ten pounds lighter, he's an inch shorter. Right. Um which was interesting to me because it's like, why do people keep making a big deal about his height? He's That's an true. inch yeah. shorter than average. Right. That is interesting. And really, like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe because just as people, 5'8's not all that tall. Yeah. Like, as an average person. Yeah, running back as an average person in the NFL is not all that tall. Yeah. Which is weird, because everyone else is huge. Yeah. Um, so, almost all of the running backs are right around average size. Okay. Uh Defensive back is 5'10", 200. This is another tough one because it just says defensive back. Oh, yeah. It's not safeties and corners. Um, Almost all the safeties are bigger Mm -hmm. than the average. Um, Antoine Winfield is an inch shorter, 
but he's heavier. Yeah. Aloe Gilman is 5'10", 201, so he's about the exact average. Yeah. Then there's Jeremy Chin, who's 6'3", 221. In <laughs> um, that corner, uh, Igbenogany mm-hmm. is average. Trayvon Diggs is in almost all of the corners are bigger. Remember how we were talking yeah, about we were they're talking almost about all they're, like 6'1"? Yeah, they're all real big. They're almost all taller, and they're just about average right. rate, like 197. Is I think the lightest corner. Yeah, that also makes sense with because everyone's talking about how you want a long, yeah, long rangy corner. Seattle yeah. corner is yeah. now taking over the league. Um, except Amik Robertson, who is an other guy that I did this week, is five eight one eighty seven. So it'd be smaller, but yeah. Um, receiver six foot two hundred. Okay. Kind of about right. Yeah. Um, I think a little taller, but. Yeah, well, you always have those small speed guys. Yeah. KJ Hamler's 5'9", 178. Um, and then a lot of them are bigger, actually, in this class. T. Higgins is 6'4", 216. Claypool is 6'4", 238. Michael Pittman 6'4", 223. So there's actually a good amount of yeah, average yeah. to bigger size receivers in this yeah. class. Is Claypool the biggest one? Um, I think so. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um, cause I, I think even like CD lamb, six, one, yeah. Jerry Judy, six, one, even like, rugs is like five eleven. Five eleven, Yeah. Yeah. So pretty much average to above average size in the receiver class. Um, and that was that, but I just thought that was interesting. It is interesting. People are getting, understand, take away from this in the NFL. People are getting taller and lighter and faster. Yeah. Much faster. That's what you're looking at in the NFL, except for tackles um, who are getting bigger. Bigger. And DBs are getting bigger. Yeah. DBs are getting bigger. Linemen are getting bigger, especially at tackle. Everyone else is getting taller and lighter yeah. and faster. And faster. Excuse me. Okay. But that was that. It was just an inter- interesting conversation that yeah. I thought would shed some light on this class as a whole in terms of size and where we're going in the NFL. Um, but now I want to talk about our other players. I did uh, a couple other players. These are people that we're hearing about that we didn't cover originally uh, and we thought deserved to be watched and, and talked about. So I have, I'm going to talk about like four guys on here. Yeah. Um, I watched Steven Montez, quarterback from Colorado. I'm not going to talk about him. He's big. He's got a good arm. That's about where it ends. Cool. Um Willie Gay Jr. is a linebacker from Mississippi State. He's athletic and weird. <laughs> His arms are flailing all over the place. His instincts aren't great. He'll be a late round pick, but I'm not. Yeah. That's that's about it. Um, the guys I do want to talk about, specifically Amik Robertson, is Louisiana Tech. He's a corner from Louisiana Tech. He's the one. He's 5'8", 187. Okay. Um, and so super aggressive he pretty much just tries to hit people at all at all points <laughs> he's got good hips decent coverage um but he really struggles like if you've got any length which we just talked about receivers are getting bigger yeah and longer that's where he starts to struggle hmm. so if he can't move to inside he's not gonna he's gonna be a contributor but you know i think a third round grade mm-hmm. contributor guy yeah. um my favorite ones to watch... Actually, oh, I do have a couple more. These three were my favorite to watch. Um, 
Jonathan Grenard is a D lineman from Florida. He's kind of that edge guy. I actually have him, I think, at six for edge rushers. Okay. Put him at six. Um, I had him, I gave, let's see, I gave him late second to third round grade. Okay. Um, He's been comped to um, Fowler. Okay. From the Rams going to the Falcons, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he he was a captain at Louisville, and then the coach left, decided to transfer to Florida, and was became a leader there. So he's got good leadership skills. He has every pass rush move you can think of. <laughs> he's got it. Um, he's got to get a little stronger, um, and he needs to get a good counter. But he's, okay. got a, he's got a decent counter, but not one that you can, like, that's my failsafe. Right. Um, but somebody is good, and you're going to hear his name. And if you get him in, like, a fourth or fifth, I would consider that really good value. Okay. So listen for that name. Listen for it then. And then these two, these two I wish I had watched originally. Jalen Rieger. You, you watched Jalen Rieger, right? Uh, yeah, I did. From, from TCU, the receiver. I have him at number seven. In my receipt for my receivers, and I could have brought I, him up I, higher. I think I had him around there. Yeah, uh, I could have brought him up higher. I really liked him. He's a speed guy. Yeah. Um, but doesn't play like just a speed guy. Uh, he he's tough. He has really good hands. Plays with really good effort. Yeah. I just liked all of that. I mean, he doesn't run his route tree is a little limited. He doesn't run all the routes at TCU. You don't really do no, that. Yeah. Um, but somebody that I thought he could be, and this is this will be an interesting conversation. Debo Samuel. Okay. Right. Yeah. Jalen Rieger. So I have the numbers here. Mm-hmm. Jalen uh, Jalen Rieger is 5'11", 206 pounds. That's bigger than I would have thought. Yeah. He has 31 and 3-8-inch arms. Okay. Um, 9.5-inch hands. He ran a 4-4-7 to combine. It's good speed. Yeah. That's above average in this class. Yeah. 17 bench reps. That's not terrible. A 42-inch vertical. That's also not terrible. No, that's really good. <laughs> 138 broad jump. Hot damn. Which is like 11 and a half, I think, something like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, which is really good. A 7.33 cone drill, 7.3 seconds. Okay. And a 4.46 20-yard shuttle. Okay. So try, okay. And, yeah, try, yeah, yeah, yeah. try and lock that in because yeah. I'm going to read you Debo's numbers yeah. now and you're going to see what I'm talking about. Debo Samuel, 5'11", 214. Okay. Weighs a little bit more. Kind of. 31 and 3 eighths inch arms. All right. Exact same. 10 inch hands, half an inch. Yeah. Four four eight forty. Damn. Fifteen bench reps. Okay. So two less than than so Rieger. So slower and weaker. Uh, well, I mean he he's <laughs> yeah. what a hundredth of a second. Yeah. <laughs> slower. Um, Thirty nine inch vertical. Not as explosive. Right there. A hundred and twenty two broad. Yeah. So that's quite a bit below Rieger's. Yeah. Um, seven second three cone. And a 414 20-yard shuttle. Okay. So he's a pretty he's decently he's a decent amount faster than the 20-yard shuttle. Yeah. But the three cones almost the same. The broad jump is actually lower. The vertical's pretty much at three inches. Yeah. Um, and then every everything else is just so close. Yeah. And I just saw the toughness. No, for sure. And was like, dude, 
I don't know why people aren't talking about this guy more. Yeah. Jalen Rieger. If you get Jalen Rieger do drops, I mean, these were, with this receiving class, you could be in like the fourth round. Yeah. Be loving it. Yeah, man. Yeah, I liked him a lot. Yeah. And then my last one, Jeremy Chin, safety from Southern Illinois. He is 6'3", 221 pounds. I have him with a late second to third. Um, so I think he'll, you know, be a starter. 6'3", 221, ran a 4'4", 5", uh, 20 bench reps, 225, 41-inch vertical, 11-5 broad jump. This guy is huge and super explosive. Yeah, but- I think I think I watched him. Um, oh, did you? Yeah. Uh, I had him, I think he was... I want to say I had him like fourth safety, something like that. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little higher. Um, but I, I think I was... I had him in at five. Yeah. He's my he's, fifth safety. He's, he's a guy that they, people have been talking about. He could be a big safety or your will linebacker um, yeah, in I, defenses. I like him as a big safety. I, yeah. Especially if you want to drop him to like a will and maybe like a nick, uh, yeah. like your nickel stuff. Yeah. Um, I think that's, that would be really good. I think he's he just he's a really good athlete. Moves yeah. well for how big he is. Versatile. They move him all over to the field at Southern Illinois. Um, pretty good tackler. He's got good drive on it. Um, needs to get a little better at diagnosing, like when he's an off coverage feeling receivers, mm-hmm. diagnosing those kinds of things. But I just like the I've got a a, a little uh, post-it note here for the effort he plays with against NDSU. So that's one of the better. Small college right, programs yeah. in the country. He was blitzing off the left side. So, mm-hmm. NDSU, they're on the left hash if you're behind the offense. Okay. Okay. Now, so from the offense, it would be blitzing off the right side. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So, he's coming off the the left side of the de- of the offense if you're looking from the defensive perspective. Got it. I'm flipping us right here. Okay. Okay. So we're the defense. We're looking at the offense. He's blitzing off the left side. The ball's on the 50. They run it. NDSU run is it's a run play mm-hmm. to the left. All right. That busts. He's coming off the left the left side, and he puts his foot in the ground and starts chasing this guy. <laughs> He's the first one to make contact on a busted play at the 30. Understand damn, the running damn. the running back, it's a busted play. So the running back's already running. He's gotta stop and completely change direction and catches him in 20 yards. Yeah. And is the only it's the That's first nuts. player yeah. to make contact. Yeah. I mean that kind of effort, change of direction, speed, all that I saw that and was just like, this guy can he's all he he is an all over the field player. Yeah. So he's in the top five for safeties for me. Yeah. All right. yeah, people are talking about him being maybe even like number two, number one safety. Um, yeah, I'm, so, I mean, I mean, so, some people yeah. I've, heard, I've heard it said. Yeah, his size and athleticism is crazy. Are you can't compare. Yeah, but his feel for the safety spot, I don't think is quite there yet. Right, and that might be why some people are saying he might be a will linebacker. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's our other players. The last thing we want to do for part one of episode nine is. Rank the position groups. Yeah. You want to do it? So we have sure. 11 position groups. Yeah. Do you want to go 11 to 1? Yeah, let's do that. All right. My 11. Interior offensive line. Yeah. 
The worst group in the class. Yeah. There's only a couple. Has to be. There's like, what? Two. Two, maybe three guys yeah. that, that'll get. That might get drafted. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we could have a good. We could have only three interiors getting drafted. I think we'll have more taken the late, late rounds. Yeah. But they just, yeah, there's not a lot of depth or dominant players here. Yeah. Uh, is that your 11? Yes. Okay. Number 10, tight end. Yep. Again, uh, there's more talent here. For sure. There's a good amount. There's, I I would say... More get drafted. Seven that get drafted. I would be surprised if not all of the ones that we covered get drafted. Yeah. Um, but there's... I would say three guys at the top who are worth much. And mm-hmm. then after that, I would be like... Yeah. Eh. I don't know, maybe yeah, a I think fifth, that's fair. maybe a fourth, maybe yeah. a fifth, but um, yeah, they kind of drops off there. A lot of developmental people in mm-hmm. the tight end class. At nine, the safety group. That's fair. Uh, you know, there's there's a couple that are that are big in this one. You got McKinney, Delpit. I really like Antoine Winfield. Yeah. Uh, chin obviously but mm-hmm. it's it's like other than that you're kind of, there's really nothing there for me yeah i think that's fair so there's four or five if that that are like that you're looking at and other than that it's like nothing there right um eight running back Ooh, nope you don't have that there nope okay running back is my seventh though okay so pretty close yeah um, running back, eight for me, seven for you. A lot of good, not much great. Yeah. That was my thing. Yeah. I think that's fair. Okay. Um, seven. Quarterback. I have quarterback at eight. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, another one. This is a lot of, there's no sure things. Yeah. Other than the top four. I would say there's not much to get excited about, even. Yeah, yeah. There, there are no sure things, and five through wherever you end is yeah. is a. There are no sure things, knows? and yeah. Other than the top four, it's like what are. Yeah. <laughs> Meh. Yeah. Bunch of backups. Um. Okay. What are we six? Edge rushers. Ooh. Okay. I have Edge at four. Edge rush... To me, it was just like, if Chase Young wasn't there, this would uh, be a yeah. pretty mad class. For sure. Like, there's some guys who, like, might... There's just so much boomer bust. Yeah, that that's true. Like, yeah. Like, you, it's hard to take that risk on this many of those guys. Other yeah. than Chase Young... Yeah, but I think you gotta include like, Chase Young. That's pretty yeah, huge. Yeah, but... How many times do we have a top edge rusher in the top five players in the draft? That's true. A lot. Yeah. So it's not like he's... Like everybody keeps going generational. Yeah. I heard I was listening... Well, that's used to, too often anyway. I know. I was listening to Greg Cosell and he was like, how does... That doesn't even make sense. How could we have one of those every year? Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I, th- I, I don't know. I don't think Chase Young is going to change the NFL. He's going to make it better. Yeah. Make a team better. For sure. But that doesn't make the, that position group all that, I don't know, huge to me. Mm-hmm. Five, interior interior defensive line. I did a six. 
Okay, that that yeah, that's yeah. fine with me. I well, just thought we're pretty close. I just thought there was if you look at a hole, the edge guys, there's a lot of good and mm-hmm. then one grade, I think. Okay. In the interior defensive line, I think there's more they're all like pretty good. So it's like yeah. good, but you're pretty good, one great, I don't know, and there's one there's could be two greats in the interior defensive line. For sure. With Brown and Kinlaw. Yeah. So I thought that was better overall. Four, linebacker. I have linebacker at five. I have an edge linebacker okay. into your D-line. Okay. So that edge is highest? Yeah. Okay. The linebacker group is growing on me. Yep. It's, and I think it has been to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Where it's like at first everyone was like, well, there's not really that many. But you one, you include Isaiah Simmons. I do, you have to. But yeah. Because where else are you going to put him? Safety. But yeah. Go, go on. Uh, he's a linebacker. Okay. That's where he. It's what he was at the combine. Yeah. So you include Isaiah Simmons. If he's their Chase Young, then everybody after that is much better than the other edge prospects. That's true. With Queen Murray Bond. Yeah. Troy Die Davis Gaither. If Davis Gaither is, you know, six. Yeah. Then that's pretty good. Yeah, that's that's true. That's a good point. Um. So they were at four for me. Then three is the tackle group. Ooh, Offensive no. tackle. I have tackle at two. Okay. Um, the tackle group for me was good. They're very good. <laughs> that's And that's what I would say. I don't, again, there's not, I don't see great. I see a lot of, and I think we hmm. talked about this when we did offensive tackles. Yeah. There's a lot of very good. Um and I don't see, I see Becton as somebody who could be great, mm-hmm. but every, I don't, see, like even Wills, I don't see being great. I see him being exactly what he is right now. Mm. Very good. I don't see him like breaking through the ceiling right now and becoming something more than he is. Okay. He's just very, he's very good right now. Yeah. And that's what I see him staying at. Okay. Even going to the NFL and that's what I see most of them staying at. Um, whereas at two corners... I think they have a chance. I think there's a couple of them that have a chance to be greats. Hmm. I have I have more tackles in the I think they're going I think they could be great category than corners. Hmm. I think there's at least the top three, Okuda, Henderson, and Diggs to me, I think could all be greats. Okay. Um Okuda I think could be like an all time great. Yeah. Um and then there's Fulton, Gladney, Johnson, Igbenogany. I had that earlier. Yeah. Igbenogany. I think they could all be very good. Yeah. So I just think that 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 lifts them. And it's close, but I think that lifts them above. Yeah. Which, for me, makes number one, the receivers. Yep, receivers. The receivers are... It's crazy. Honestly, Just on volume. There's there's so many of them that you could draft and be totally fine having you know what i mean like there's there's in some of these uh positional groups if you're drafting a guy in the third round at that position group you're like yeesh this guy might not be very good but if you get a third round receiver this year he could be like a game changer on your team yeah yeah i mean you look at you you go down the list my lowest person is kj hamler right 
So if you, if you get in the fourth round, which could very well happen, if, he could be Tavon Austin. Third round, yeah, he could be very good. Yeah. Just to kind of give you guys a peek into how I do this, at least, that I'm not sure about you. I go through, I look, and I try and find as many people as I can. I just write them down, and then I pare it down to who I'm actually going to watch. Right. I had, I think it was 17 receivers that were worthy of being watched. <laughs> I had five interior offensive linemen. Right, yeah. And I was looking for people to watch. Yeah. The I still have probably six or seven that I have heard of that I want to watch, but yeah. haven't been, like, haven't been can't able to. spend that much time yeah. watching. Um, I don't think I even everything. watched Mims. Yeah, it's people like that. Be- yeah. People like Mims. People like Rieger Hodgins. is somebody you hear all the time. Isaiah Hodgins, yeah. who I have as a sleeper, and I got to watch him a little bit, but I didn't like get to write him up or watch him as much as I wanted to. Yeah. I got to watch like a game and a half. Right. So. That's just this receiver class. It's not close. There's number no. one. It's yeah. not close. Yep. Because they have guys who could be all-timers, too. For sure. Um, and it could be a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. What was your what was your rankings? Your list? So, I went interior offensive line at 11. Okay. Tight end at 10. Safety at 9. Those are all the same. Yeah. Quarterback at 8. Running back at 7. We flipped them. Yep. Uh, I had interior defensive line at six, linebacker at five, edge at four, corner at three, tackle at two, and receiver at one. So I think we did the same thing. I tiered mine. Yep. Okay. (laughs) I put mine in tiers, and it was receiver, corner, tackle. Yep. The three you said, then linebacker. Edge, interior, defensive line, which you said. And so I'm assuming we did it almost the exact same yeah. way. It was the, it was the first knew, three, then the yeah. next three, and then pretty much the, after Everyone that else, was, and yeah. then the last two. Yep. That was how it was for me. You knew yep. the last two. Yeah, I knew, yeah, exactly. I knew what the last two were. I know what the, I knew what the top three were. And then I was like, from there, I can figure it out. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that is part one of episode nine, a little shorter. We wanted to give you, um, we had a lot to talk about. Remember, these are the final two before a reaction show. So we wanted to make sure we hit everything. Make sure you're, you're uber over prepared for this draft and, uh, can sound like a genius when you're talking to, uh, all your friends about it and, um, whether that's takeaways or before or whatever. So that's part one. Yeah. Um, part two is going to be any changes in team needs. We'll yep. talk about uh, some are a lot of them are the same, but I you know we have a couple that we're going to talk about where team needs have changed in, in regards to the draft. We're going to give you our second mock draft, so there will be changes. I know mine's a lot different. Mine's super different. Um, so and that that involves everything like where he, things we're hearing. Mm-hmm. Because um, we listen to a lot of this stuff because we're nerds about it. Yeah. Um, and things we think. I don't know. So it'll just be very interesting. Then we'll talk potential trade spots. I know I have more. Some couple theories okay. that I think might happen. Um, and then we'll give you our final thoughts before the draft, which we've given you so many thoughts. There might not be many of, but we want to keep that in there. So make yeah. sure you hit part two of episode nine, which uh, it'll probably, we'll probably hit you back-to-back days with drinking in the draft coverage. But... This is one of your last chances. The NFL Draft Challenge 2020 through bold nonsense with us drinking in the draft. 
All it is, if you go to predict the pick on the NFL.com, it'll give you everything you need to know. It's super easy to use. All you do is, it could be, you could put as little effort into it as you want. Um, 32 picks, and then we keep track of it all, and we get a winner for bragging rights and maybe even some bold nonsense merch. Yeah. Hey, but put some effort into it. Yeah. You, know, you got nothing better to do. True. Yeah. True. You, you, we're all just hanging out. <laughs> So yeah, and uh, that you just send to us. Uh, you could DM it to uh, Bold Nonsense on Twitter, which is Bold underscore Nonsense. You could DM it on to Bold Nonsense on Instagram, which is Bold dot Nonsense. You can email it to Bold Nonsense at Bold Nonsense Podcast at Gmail Send it any of those places. Just a picture is easy enough. We'll do all the hard work for you. Um, so join in. It just makes a draft more fun. It's like it's yeah. like playing fantasy or yes, gambling. Like it just makes it a little right. bit more intriguing. Yeah, gives you something to uh, I don't know invest in. So there you go. That's part one. Be ready for part two, which should hit you either Tuesday, maybe Wednesday. But uh, yeah, until then, thank you. Later. <laughs>